0: Yo, 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 and yo, it's the new year, it's 2022, 2022, two, two. I saw a meme on Facebook and it was so funny to me, guys, it was so funny to me, nah, bro, it was saying that do not let 2022 be like 2021 too. You get it? T-O-O also. And we're not going to do that. We're going to have a different year this year, but it's got to be by choice. Some of you guys went through a lot of trauma last year. Some of you guys been going through trauma for years. Some of you guys been going through oppression, depression, you know, all types of mental health issues, anxiety, you know. But 2022, it's not going to be a continuation, all right? We're going to talk about How it could be something different for you. But you got to embrace yourself with love. And today's topic is going to talk about a little codependency. What is it like to be codependent? Or are you recovering from codependency in 2022? And we'll be right back to discuss it in a moment. Yo, 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 it is 2022 and we are here. 2021 is over and there's nothing you can do about 2021. And you tried to let go of some of those things back in 2021. You made your resolution. You made your declarations and you said you was going to let things go. But guess what? Some things didn't let go of you. And one of them things just may be that codependency Attitude and you don't even realize it. it is operating in the unconscious realm of your soul and you've been doing it for years and years and years and wondering why you're not happy. Wondering why you are so discontent because you've been trying to find your contentment and your happiness, your joy, your peace in other people. In other words, you are a people pleaser. And that's what codependency is. It is you trying to always please someone else because you need to be needed that's right you need to be needed and it's a strong addiction for a lot of people and it comes from that childhood trauma that neglect or a parent maybe a single parent home that the parent just wasn't there able to be there because they had to work a lot it could be a caretaker whatever it was it could actually come later on in life From a relationship, you might have been married, had somebody, one you really cared about, and they wasn't able to give you that love that you wanted, that emotional support that you needed. Why? Because they had neglect. And so it all comes out in different ways, different personalities. But one of the things with codependency is you have a tendency to neglect your own emotional needs And you will not express yourself and talk to the person, do not know how to express yourself and talk to your significant other or friends around you. And so you sacrifice your happiness just to please everybody else because you're afraid if you do bring the subject up, if you talk about it, then you just may be abandoned. They just may leave you. That's not friendship. That's not true love. A lot of times communication is the answer. And if someone uh, is ready to leave you just because you're speaking up for yourself, just because you say you have needs and not that you're clingy, all right? Because some people will interpret that as you being clingy. Now, if that person attempts to, to, to accuse you of being clingy when it's just you saying that, you know, you have some needs, then maybe they have childhood trauma. Because two people can attract each other with the same type of trauma or a different type of trauma. And then you end up traumatizing each other because your needs are not being met. Or the other person is really clingy, clingy because they're afraid that you're going to leave them. And you don't know how to handle that. You know, when it comes to emotional commitment, you may be one of them people that cop out. Listen, this... Trait, hits men, women. There's no gender based um, exemption here. All right. So childhood trauma is real. I know that's not something we like to talk about a long time ago is it was like swept up on the rug and families because of the shame. You didn't go talk to nobody on the psychological realm. You didn't you didn't uh, talk to counselors. You didn't speak of this stuff outside your families. Times have changed. People. Times have changed. Women are in the households doing what they got to do. They're not necessarily depending upon a man. They figure things out that they have careers that they like. They enjoy. They can make their own money, which I I agree. I think it should have been always have been like that, to be quite honest. I don't think no one should ever have to depend upon or need someone. Because when you need someone and when that person is gone and you can't depend upon them, That leaves an empty void right there. You want to want someone. There's nothing wrong with desiring somebody. But to need someone based on that need alone is not healthy. You open yourself up for some real hurt and some real pain. And that's what happens when it comes to being codependent. Because of that certain attachment style, you've been traumatized. Because you didn't get that attachment, that secure emotional uh, attachment and, and need being met when you were young. And like I said, it may trickle over into your adulthood. And a lot of times, even if you had it when you were young, maybe you learned the lesson, you picked the wrong mate or had the wrong friends and they were not supportive. You didn't feel the love. They just didn't have the love for you, man. And it's okay you can recover from that. And that's what 2022 is about. Let's talk about this and, and set a goal for ourselves, people, to try to move outside that traumatization, if I can say the word, if you're being traumatized. And we don't look at neglect as a part of being traumatized, but it's, it is. You know, it does something to the psyche, you know, psychologically. We were created to be, you know, it's almost like even with I hate to make say that comparison like dogs, but they're like packed animals. And, you know, if you have if you ever been a dog owner and you notice how they happen to see you, they show just they, they just yap, yap, yap. When you come home, jump all over you, lick all over you because you're the alpha male or alpha female. You are what they depend on. To serve them, to love them, you all they have. And if you got kids around the house, hey, they're just as happy as they can be, you know, because they love family. And that's how we are as people. You know, a lot of times we need family, man. It's a lot of homeless people out here. A lot of people separated from the family. I always talk about COVID-19, you know, um, in certain cases. And with COVID-19 and family members being in the hospital and sick and you can't visit them, man, that separation time, that's traumatizing. Just us not being able to communicate with each other out in groups and groups like you used to because of their fear of contracting the virus. That could be traumatizing. It, it raises anxiety. So our anxieties nowadays have been raised to a higher level than normal because we have been stuck in the house, and every time we sing, it seems like we're getting better, something else happens. We get different variants of the virus, and our fear is that much more heightened. Now, some people, you know, um, take the shots. Some people don't take the shots. You know, we don't, some people vaccinated, some people not vaccinated what I'm saying. And so it's it's a whole debate and argument behind that issue right there. And it's causing people to separate, you know. And that's another thing. You may be losing friends and and even family members because of the belief system behind the vaccinations with this COVID-19 based on fear and whether you believe it or not, people are still dying out here and, and the numbers are going up. So it's, it doesn't, it doesn't help your anxiety level. If you have codependency issues, because now you can't even depend upon the person to be there for you. Cause even if they be there for you and they contract that, they die. Now you have abandonment issues. And even though they didn't abandon you on purpose, you needed that person in your life and totally supported on, it, depended upon them So for some type of psychological, emotional support. And it might have been financial, which that's a whole different topic in a way when we depend upon people financially. Um, we don't live in them days where, well, with jobs, we're not, you know, conducive for women to be at work. And, you know, someone needed to be at home, you know, with the family. Now women are out here doing their thing. So you don't have to be, if the issue is codependent upon a man, uh, need to be needed. And um, so maybe you, you've you told yourself that you need to cook and clean for him and, 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 and make sure everything's around the house is done and to serve him so he can get back out there and work. You know, there are some people, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. There are some women who still do that, maybe, but it's rare because women have figured out that they have careers of their own to make, and they they do not need to really solely depend upon a man to give them money. And on the flip side, there are men who, and this is basically talking about role playing, when women do that, and then a man don't need a woman to be at home with him. You know, all the time. He can cook for himself. He can clean for himself. So it it teaches you a sense of independence away from those roles, because what happens is you may not have love. You may just have dependency based on roles. And so you the financial provider, she's the domesticated provider or vice versa, whatever your situation is, you know, and you falling into that trap. You don't know how to get out of it. And it's a hard thing, man. What a tangled web we weave. You know the rest of it. But you may not be attempting to deceive the person, but maybe you deceived yourself into thinking that you're providing some valid service and that you are a real strong caretaker and, and helper. But at the core value of it, your need and your value is to be needed. So we got to get past that in 2022 in order for you to have a healthy, healthy journey throughout this year. And there's going to be challenges like every year brings challenges. There's nothing going to be different about 2022 except for you recognizing, not walking in denial and admitting that you have an issue with this. And then once you admit it, work on breaking that bad habit of yours, because it's really only hurting you. It's not hurting the other person. Well, it can be hurting either the other person because it's kind of creating a. um. Well, basically, it's creating a reversal of dependency on you because you've set that that standard right there and they've got to grown accustomed to that. And since they've grown across accustomed to that, all of a sudden you switching and you changing up, you don't want to do this no more. You know, you're breaking the contract and the deal that they was used to and they're going to freak out. So just be aware of what you're getting into before you get into it. Be aware of the role that you want to play. Step back. Love yourself. Take care of yourself. Learn how to say no when you need to say no and stick to your nose, but not. Uh, saying no because you want to be some just difficult person in their life and you're trying to be harsh. But set some standards for yourself, some boundaries. And boundaries are very important. You got to put some walls up, some boundaries in your life to make sure that you're not overstepping and they're not overstepping the boundaries that you have. And that this doesn't matter whether you're male, female, you know, child. You know, elderly person, retired. Wh- whatever the situation is, you it can be on the job. You still got to have boundaries because you can be a yes man or no yes woman on the job because you're afraid to say no and you're doing everybody else's job. Why? Because you need to be needed. You're so helpful. And you think you're doing that because you're helpful. No, it's anxiety based in there. You know, you're forming those unhealthy relationships and you're tired. You wore out. You start blaming everybody else. Start talking about how other people use you. Take advantage of you. And you because you're a kind hearted person. See, that that's your fault. That's not their fault. You can say no. And when you say no, trust and believe whatever they was doing before they met you, they will continue doing that. If they decide to leave you. Because you said no and and stood your ground because you don't want to do it anymore. But just make sure you have this conversation with yourself. Then have a conversation with whoever it is that you're dealing with. Because you're going to shock them. It's not going to come easy. It's going to shock this. and But if you're the type of person that don't mind the shock value, hey, go for it. Shock them. Say no. Scream it out loud if you have to. I no, don't scream at them. Just have the dialogue, you know. You can do things in a calm manner, a rational manner. Hopefully, unless you got somebody that's a drama queen or a drama king, then you cannot speak to them. It doesn't matter. You're doggone if you do. You're doggone if you don't. No matter which way you say it, your name is going to be mud. They're going to just sling your name and slander you all over the place. So you might as well get prepared for that, too. It's like a child. You trying to wing off something and they've grown some accu- so accustomed to it. And you've been enabling them. You are an enabler. You it's your fault. you did that. You created that monster. And now you want to kill the monster because the monster, the dragon, is breathing fire. And they're manipulating you constantly, trying to make you feel guilty, trying to make you feel shameful because you want to pull back. Well, guess what? It ain't easy out here, Greasy. I've had to do it, it's hard. I've struggled on the inside. I've had to deal with the guilt and the shame, even though I didn't do anything intentionally wrong. I did what I needed to do because it was wearing me out. I was getting tired and I had to learn that enough is enough. I can't do this no more. It doesn't mean that you don't care about the person, but you got to care about the person enough to make the person be responsible for themselves. Because before you know it, all their problems will become your problems. Everything that you're trying to do for yourself is going to wear you down. You're not going to have time for yourself because it's always serving them. But you took all that on. And that may be one of the reasons that, you know, you actually took that person on because you wanted to be a good man or woman to that person. You figure you can help them and save them from their problems, and then they'll love you. See, <laughs> that's that's, a, that's how we manipulate ourselves. Yeah, you go in there and you see, I'm a man I'm talking about, you know, from a male perspective right now. You go in there, you see that woman, she's struggling, she got some kids, and you take all that situation on. Hey, there's nothing wrong with helping someone out. You know, it's a chivalry. It's not dead. I believe in that. But that doesn't mean that you have to... Feel responsible for everything that happens in her life. She was doing something before you met her. And if she decides to leave because you say no, then she'll she'll still continue. She may have other sources out there other than you. But you don't know it. But when you tell her no, trust me, she'll say She got another source of bringing it up in your life. And I'm talking about from experience as being a man. And there are men that do the same thing to women that need to be needed. So they throw money, money at them and and flaunt that in their faces and kind of, you know, dangle that as an appetizer to make them nice and hungry and set them up to depend upon them. But then it can get pretty controlling. And as a female, you'd learn to depend upon this person cuz this person has made you all these promises and said they're going to be there. But time you don't do what they want you to do because now they've lost their sense of need or you de- you start depending upon somebody else. Oh, that's a direct assault on their ego because they are all you are supposed to need. That's an attachment style from childhood trauma, people, something has happened in their lives, OK, that they've been traumatized and the egos are shallow. And that's where they find their value at. Within you needing them. Or if you are the one that has the codependency issues, you find that and you needing them. If it's a woman, she may decide she ain't going to cook no more. She ain't going to clean. Whatever the setup is in your situation. I'm just using some of these old cliches, stereotypical behavior, because a lot of times that's what happened. But women have come, and I'm proud of women. Um, I never thought the women should have to depend upon men, and men should not have to depend upon women for domestic stuff. We need to learn to depend upon each other. If we're a family, if you have a husband or a wife, that's what you're supposed to do. If you're, if you got kids, you're married. Uh, even if you're not married, you know, you got kids at the house. Look, you ain't babysitting. <laughs> Those your kids. So when somebody asks you what you're doing, they are talking about babysitting. now nah, you're not babysitting, man. Those are your children. Or child. However many you have someone else babysits your kids child sits however you want to you know use the term but that's a part of your responsibility I said this one time before I don't pay lights and water and all utilities and house notes or rent because I love my woman I'm so in love with her nah man I want lights too I want water I need water, I need I need lights, I need heat in the wintertime, I need cool air in, in, in the summertime. That's called being responsible, people. I got other ways I can show love to her. I don't need to do all that stuff. I think I may have mentioned that in one of my podcasts. I can't remember. But there's other ways I can show her love other than paying bills. Paying bills is something that's got to happen. Why we live here on this earth. You're going to have to pay something. So I don't necessarily show my love to a woman by paying the bills. It's what I need to do. It's what I got to do. Because with her, or without her, I got to pay some bills. And that's just it in a nutshell, man. There's other things personally I can do to create intimacy. There's other ways she can create intimacy with you. So, 2022, what are we going to do? We're going to break this spirit of confusion about codependency and step out on our own and do what we got to do, even if that means everybody around us leaving us. And I'm going to say this, I guarantee you, when you make that declaration and you decide to step out on faith and believe God going to step in because he's going to see that you and you know what? As a matter of fact, this thought just hit me. He may not be stepping in to help you because you already got somebody else doing it. And so he he wants you to depend solely on him. But if you got somebody else doing it, then you don't necessarily need him. But if y'all are a couple of married couple, you both depend on God. You can go to him to supply a lot of those things that you cannot supply for yourselves in some situations. So that's another thought right there. But as I said, he may be waiting on you to get released before he really step in and do some things. That's just a thought. Who knows? I'm not saying he is, but I'm not saying he's not. I'm not going to sit in here and just prophesy and say, you know, that said the Lord. That's not what this is about. This is about you just taking the steps and the measures to do what you got to do. For yourself, I got to do it for me. You got to do it for you. So let's break this habit, this negative habit of codependency right here in 2022. If you have to fast about it, restrain yourself, move away from some things just to do that, then do it. Get a clear mind. Get a clear head. Then go back to that table. Sit down and eat a little bit of good food, you know? So, yo, I am your host, Absalom Williams. This is Nabru Radio. You can email me, like I said, um, a couple of times on other podcasts at radio at gmail.com and talk to me and give me some topics and subjects that you're interested in or even what you think about what I'm saying today. Um, you know, we can kind of, Talk back and forth like that. And I still want to do the early bird, that segment. So if you got some topics with the early bird, I'll bring it up on one section of uh, the podcast of the early bird. I will insert that there with your question or somebody you want to shine the light on. Okay, if you're proud of somebody, that's what the early bird is all about. Maybe somebody holding it down. Maybe you the one. That's coming out for codependency and you say, hey, Absalom, brother, I'm with you. We're going to do this together. I want to hear back from you. All right. Now radio at gmail.com. I am your host, Absalom Williams. Peace and blessings. All that good stuff. Hair grease. You know how everything go. This ain't soul train, but we're going to go down that line together and dance in the glory. All right. Later.